Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. You're currently listening to the free version of Let Me Talk. If you want longer, ad-free episodes, even earlier, head to lmtpod.com to find out how you subscribe. Let me talk! Let me talk! Let me talk! So the last Let Me Talk episode was about it being slow progress in the transfer market this summer, and without wishing to put you off listening to this one, it seems like very little has moved since last time. So let's get our podcasting hats on and get creative. Good luck, everyone. This is the latest Let Me Talk. I'm David Mooney. I am joined by the Athletic City correspondent and the biggest fraud of them all, Sam Lee. All right. <laughs> yeah, good, thanks. This is my safe space. Yeah, it took me a long time not to, not to call you Scam Lee there, you know. <laughs> Uh, as long as it's there and not over the last however many years we've known each other then fine <laughs> yeah that is for true. the purpose of a bit I can live with it yeah yeah it was it was that or Shamley I wasn't really sure which would uh, which would scam better well they all work mate. <laughs> excellent how are you are you well yeah 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 there's not a lot of transfers in this one which I think I I, I know there's obviously a massive market for it but I kind of get the feeling as much as we've got a lot of listeners who want to know what's going on you know, we've done three pods in the last seven days as we record. And apart from the rice stuff, broadly everything's been the same. Yeah. So we're not going to dwell on it too much, are we? And we've got, and the thing is, we genuinely have got plenty of good questions in that we can discuss. So yeah. I'm more than happy with that balance. Yeah. I hope you are too. Let's, I mean, let's just dip our toe into the transfer world very slightly to start with, because um, has there been any movement on uh, Guardiola? Was, there was something, there was little bits and bobs here and there, wasn't there, since we last spoke? Yeah, what a fucking shambles that was, by the way. If you're looking for, <laughs> if you're looking for behind the curtain of transfers and stuff, like sometimes everybody fucks up. Um, so I Sunday night, I well, I got a couple of messages about it. I was like, well, what's going on? In fact, it was the classic. How do you put up with these idiots on Twitter? And I was like, well, I've not seen anything. So go on, what's happening this time? Um, and then he sent me a link. And then, anyway. So I saw the quote everywhere. I saw it in the time, saw it on like City Extra, wherever. Maybe it wasn't City Extra, but loads of different aggregators. Obviously, it all comes up about you know, his him and his representatives have expressed their desire to go to Man City, and you know it will take a few more days, but it'll be hundred plus million euros, and he'll be in Pep's strong hands, and all this bollocks. I saw it everywhere, and then I happened to see it on like an account called like Transfer Center or something. Verified, obviously. <laughs> and I, I, for, for whatever reason, I looked at the replies and somebody replied saying, he didn't say that second bit. And the guy went, yes, he did, look. And he posted a, tra- um, a screen grab of the particular Leipzig outlet that it was published in, all in German, obviously. But German or not, 
you can see where the quote marks are. The first bit said, him and his agent have said the desire to go to Manchester. We're in talks and there's nothing more to say. And then all the rest, regardless of the ability to speak German or not, and I can't, I can't even guess. I couldn't even look at it and go, oh, that's the gist. But I know where the speech marks are. The rest of it was obviously just the newspaper saying, oh, yeah, it'll take a few more days, but it'll be 100 million plus add-ons. Like that's, that was the, all the newspaper. And then, like, whoever had seen it initially gone around the internet and just banged it out where that's that got reproduced and everyone was like, oh, yeah, this is the sporting director saying this is going to be done within a matter of days. He didn't. Like, it just came from... And, but even, like, this transfer center account that was that posted the screenshot as if to say, yes, this is what he said. It's like, you've, you've proved yourself wrong, mate. Just like, <laughs> like, it just it just goes to show what a kind of shambles time of year it is. And like I've said before, I, I really sympathise with people who don't know whether they're coming or going. And there's the Rodrigo Ricalme fella from Atletico Madrid. I woke up to a message about that um, before it got aggregated. It got aggregated a couple of hours later. So I had a head start regard, you know, on, I don't know, trying to find out what was going on. Spoke to somebody who knows of him as a player and knows how Pep works, but didn't know if he was coming or not. But he was like, he's really, really good, but 23, doesn't have international experience, Champions League experience. Like, that yeah. doesn't feel like that's the kind of player that Pep's going to want to roll with. And then anyway, probably send the news if, if you're that bothered by now. City have said it's just not true. Like, not, none of it's <laughs> true whatsoever. So, and like, it, was sent, it was sent to me by a contact in in Bilbao and he was like this guy is normally really reliable for stuff you want to have a look at it um, but it was the same guy who sent me that thing the other week did, did we talk about it he said Unai Simon the goalkeeper and he was like this guy is not reliable but you never know and I was like well Pep doesn't want a go- he doesn't want a goalkeeper does he um, so yeah it's hard to keep up with it's hard enough to keep up with if you've got a bit of an idea what's going on if you're just on Twitter looking for updates uh, it's a nightmare and uh, my only advice is don't bother. Yeah. What but, a waste of your 600 tweets, that is. Yeah, but I mean, has that been fixed now? I, I mean, I, I, I wish so. it, I don't know. I wish it hadn't been. You know, like, <laughs> the the end of Twitter can't come soon enough. Free us, um, free us from this waking nightmare. <laughs> exactly. But other, other than that, you know, since Friday, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give updates for the sake of giving updates. But in yeah. terms of Guardiola, to me, somebody did message me and said because Sobersly has gone to Liverpool. Does that mean that, you know, Leipzig have made enough money and they don't need to sign Guardiol? And all I did was message a mate you had a meeting with Leipzig about it. And he just said, that transfer is 100% going to happen. Now, that is that is just me giving an update for the sake of an update. You can do with that what you want. Like, it's not my info. It's something I've been told by a mate. I'm not reporting it that it's definitely going to happen because I'm not fucking stupid. Well, I am stupid because I kind of said that about Kyle Walker, didn't I? And I should have just said, well, it might happen in a month. Again, like, the language of transfers. I'm, Sorry, when I feel, I walk, like, I, when I I feel I doing... like I pulled the string here and I've just, I, I, just, yeah, you've yeah. Just, I just set you off. Well, yeah, but I mean, I suppose it kind of, it's kind of interesting listening, I guess. But when I did that story, I kind of thought, why am I going so strong with it? I could just do, you know, what everyone does, rightly so, and just say, oh, you know, in talks couldn't could happen you know there's interest blah 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 and i was like well you've got to treat yourself occasionally if you've got good info you might as well fucking treat it properly and do it properly and be strong with it but then you see like the kind of twist twist and turns with it and whatever look, maybe he still goes to Bayern and it doesn't matter at the end of the day but if he ends up staying at city and blah 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 we did it friday you just think why 
he should just be woolly about it and just be like, oh yeah, well, they're considering a bid and there's interest and he's open to the... And all, and all that bollocks that everyone always says, that I say myself, because that's how everyone speaks when it's transfer-wise. Because you don't want to fucking nail yourself to any mass and you, you would be stupid to. But sometimes when you've got info that's like that solid, you kind of, you got to treat yourself. But it might come back to bite me on the ass. But I like how you've just every compared... Summer. I like how you've just compared uh, having that info to, to basically having a sit-down wee. You know, treat yourself every now and then. But well, that is no, that is your comparison. <laughs> that is um, not my comparison. Yeah, let's move quite I've got hastily. Time for that. Well, quite. Let's let's move quite hastily on um, and uh, talk about some other things that have happened this week. Uh, because Bernardo's got married. Um, did you see the the, the picture with uh, with Cancelo? That didn't look awkward. Uh, I I didn't think it did. I guess they were mates, aren't they? Like yeah, the Portuguese yeah. lads, definitely. Yeah, I wasn't. Suggest- I, I, sorry, it sounded like I was being um, oh, sarcastic. sarcastic. I, was- I genuinely wasn't. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well, no, it, it wouldn't be. Did you see the tweet that it was tweeted on Sunday? I didn't see it till Monday, but I retweeted it. and It made me laugh, and it said, "Even in this picture, every one of them is in his correct position." Pep Guardiola really is the best. <laughs> and it's right, like you've got like if you were looking at it from like the opposition goalkeeper point of view, you've got Mares on the on the right wing, <laughs> Bernardo's inside of him, Walker behind them, Diaz in the middle, and Cancelo on the left, and obviously George <laughs> Mendes in the middle. But a very good tweet that. Yeah. I but like that. It's funny, isn't it? Because like when when Laporte got married and Haaland went, I saw a pit, like a tweet saying, Oh, only Haaland's gone to his wedding, like can't believe it. And I was like, I don't think this is probably one for Nadam to be fair. But I, like, I don't think there'd be that many, like that that many players going to other players' weddings in the summer. Maybe I mean it's obviously just varies case by case. But basically, my point is, from what I would have thought, just having one teammate go to your wedding is probably not that unusual. Yeah. And then the flip side of that, Bernardo having four from City probably goes to show how popular he is. And obviously you've got a couple of countrymen there, but again, there's no guarantees that your country teammates are going. Yeah. Um, and then like to have Carl Walker going, you know, no like obvious link there. You know, if you're thinking like FIFA chemistry or whatever, there's no obvious link, is there? Well, it's just, for Walker yeah, it's to just the there. same club, isn't it? That's the chemistry. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. Um, so yeah, just, yeah, fair play. Um, nice little event. Um, I suppose while we're speaking about Laporte, did you see that that video of him? On the bike. Mental, absolutely, absolutely mental. mental, yeah. Um, it got me thinking because obviously, like, he's doing, so for anyone that's not seen it, he's doing cardio um, and, like, really cycling hard, just doing head-ups at the same time. Now, I, I, I can't do head-ups when I'm standing up, let alone when I'm on, like, on a, uh, a bike. So It's hard enough on the bike. Yeah. Um, just the bike a bit. Just the bike bit, yeah, yeah. Um, I just wondered, like, this this is an awful question to chuck at you out, like, just cold, but have you got, huh? got any skills that, that impress people? What's your party trick? Uh, that, I mean, that, imagine, imagine there's a party raving like that, and I'm somehow... <laughs> somehow in the middle of it <laughs> and like the spotlight goes to me and they go go on there and that that would be what would happen the music would cut there'd be <laughs> crickets silence. and there'd be me going I'd, I'd, I'd just have to do like the fucking shittest robot you've ever seen <laughs> I'd, I, what, what would I even do I, I feel like there's a scene oh god it would have been like some 90s I don't know if it's a cartoon or like real life like Fresh Prince of Ballet maybe it's Fresh Prince of Ballet like just or like the in-betweeners or something, but basically just turn around and just sprint out the door. Like, I've got nothing, mate. Like, I do this. This is what I do. Excellent. I'd like to think that's enough. Um, granted, 
asks, asks for that extra layer while doing this for something else. Um, yeah, there's not an awful lot going on. Party trick? No, definitely not. Definitely not. Although I, I'd, what I would like to do is give that Laporte thing a go just to demonstrate. How difficult it is. You know, you see tweets yeah, every yeah. now and again. It's like at the Olympics, they should have normal people do it first to appreciate how good the athletes are. Get me a spin bike and a ball and I'll, I'll help you appreciate Laporte a bit more. Yeah, that would be what I do. Yeah, well, because I, I, I'm, I'm probably good at that for all, all kinds of things, you know, just listen listen to this podcast and then go and listen to better ones and then you'll appreciate it. <laughs> it's funny, you know, like you say that, but I did a, I did years and years and years ago, I did a radio thing where um, somebody, like there was somebody juggling um, like in the studio and my mate went, I bet you can't do that. And I'd never juggled before in my life. And I went, well, I'll have a go. And I just I just picked the balls up and could do it. I didn't know why, I didn't know how I could do it. I could just juggle. And yeah, I don't know, I don't know where that came from. Well, if imagine everything else you could do. You're gonna to have to kind of start some some kind of circus act now. But <laughs> at the risk of going down that route, people are genuinely gonna think this is another FA Cup final. Preview, yeah, but yeah, it isn't. We have got good stuff to talk about. Yeah, let's get let's get into the good stuff. Um let's start with Kishan who says, Hi Sam and David. Firstly, just want to say that you're both doing an awesome job. Thank you very much. Um I've got a few <laughs> well, questions well, for you. That. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a few questions for you. Uh so first off, I know signing a midfielder aside from Rice Bellingham Kovacic isn't a priority for City this summer, but why do you think they were not interested or even linked? to Mount, Lavia or Madison. All excellent players at a good age, available on the market with a selling club needing to sell and could have done a very decent job at City, not to mention also add to the homegrown quota. Um, the homegrown quota was interesting because yeah. I don't think we mentioned this on air, did we? Uh, I think I mentioned it as, oh, they might have to look out for there, but we didn't mention the fact that I was talking bollocks and it's absolutely fine. So basically got that one backwards. There is, there is, you can just have a max, no, it's not a max, what is it? It's a maximum of 17 overseas players. And the rest have to be homegrown. Yeah. So it's not like there's a maximum amount or a minimum amount. But if there was a minimum amount, they're still they're still fine. Um, and they've only got fourteen overseas players, with you know that including Laporte and whatever. So that that is not an issue. Um, the, the particularly interesting one is Lavia, because they know how good he is, obviously. And like when he left last summer, let's just say they realised how good he was when he left. And they carried on training without him. They're like, oh, God, that, is, that kid is good. But obviously realised that he wouldn't have developed so much this season had he not been at Southampton. Yeah. Because, you know, he, he just would have been playing under 23s. And, you know, that's no good for him because he's that good. So it's interesting. But, I mean, look, it is a good question. Arguably too good a question and arguably, a, and arguably the question that we shouldn't have focused on because I don't have answers to all of them. Um, <laughs> I thought they were in, I thought they were interested in Mount in terms of like early conversations, but obviously that didn't progress. Um, Is it the same for Madison? Because well, there was that story last year, no, was I don't it? Think there was, no, no, there was one in January. It was it January? And to be fair, um, I spoke to the person who did it, and they, you know, they were like, oh, they they said the reasons. It sounded legit, but when I spoke to my guy about it at the time, he said he didn't think Pep was an especially big fan. But then it's mad because that one Marleo when he did the World Cup column in The Athletic, he was raving about James Madison, absolutely raving about him. And obviously, that's not to say that Pep and Wanmar have got exactly the same mind, but it'd be, it would be strange for Pep not to be that bothered and Wanmar to be, and then other influential people at the club to be bothered as well. Yeah. But all I can say on that is info I had, it's just they just weren't that interested in, in, that, in that case, Pep wasn't particularly bothered all I can do is speculate on Mount and say that by the time they were 
You know, because if you think about it, they were going so big on Bellingham and then they didn't, you know, it wasn't like a month-long run-up to Rice because Arsenal started, you know, before the World Cup. Um, but they were trying to do two big operations there. And then you, you look at Kovacic and Kovacic is their kind of value buy this year, isn't he? If you remember, they tried to get Pogba last year. I'm trying to think, were there any noticeably cheap signings before that? Obviously, Akanji, Akanji was cheap, those yeah. circumstances. Yeah, but I'm trying to think of like previous summers. Not really, because before it was Grealish and um, Kane, wasn't it? So they obviously do look for these bigger investments and then offset those or add depth with, with cheaper ones. So I can only speculate, but between trying to do those bigger deals, you've got a couple of elements. You've got City not wanting to then, or not being able to maybe spend, was it 55, 60 as well as, as then budgeting for 100? And then maybe it's the issue with Rice as well. You know, when Rice was obviously happy to come to City, but he wasn't just going to turn his back on Arsenal. Yeah. If other players, if other players have already kind of, and this is it, while City are going down the route of their kind of plan A's, the other plan B's kind of go somewhere else. And look, plenty of other clubs will just, make a late bid and how many transfers have turned around because a team's come in late and, and turned the player's head. It's happened to City all the time. But I don't remember or know of City doing that. And then you just think, is that the same thing where we know they like to get their agreements early and they get their leverage from that? If the player's already agreed with another club, it's, is that something that they want to get drawn into? And obviously yeah. Mount United has kind of been established for a while. And I wonder if they kind of lost ground on that, maybe in a similar way to how they lost ground on on Rice. I don't know, like that. I'm just, I'm just I'm just thinking aloud with that. But um, Lavi is an interesting one because they obviously they like him a lot. Um, again, maybe it's the cost. Maybe there's no kind of middle value there. And you could say they were good. Uh, next summer. Next summer, right? I think. Um, I mean, obviously, then you start getting into, but they were going to spend, let's say, 90 million on, on rice, possibly 100. Why not spend 50 there? But yeah, I feel like it's kind of this This money is kind of 100 million spent very carefully, isn't it, at City? Yeah. It's not like they've got they've got 100 and then, you know, they've got 100 million for somebody they're like, well, this guy is going to be amazing. And you think about where 100 million could go this year, and obviously, Guardiola would be more like. Euros than pounds, but with add-ons and stuff, it could be similar to pounds. Grealish before, they were obviously very keen on. Guardiola loved him. Rice, Guardiola loves him. Uh, and Bellingham. And you think if they got Bellingham and Guardiola this year, which is basically the original plan, that would be 200 million spent roughly on two players, which everyone would obviously go mental for. But as we've seen with like James Trafford's transfer and others that will happen this summer, you know, They'll they'll get enough back, but also these are players that could stay there forever and ever. So it's not like one of these players falls through and then they go, oh, we've got hundred million here. Let's just go bish bash bosh. It's almost it's almost like they just want to be careful with that money. And if they're not, again, it goes back to they're not desperate to buy a midfielder. They were desperate slash really like Rice, and if they can't yeah. get Rice, they're not just going to go and spend that money, even though they've got it on somebody they're not quite as wild for yeah. because. You know, well, I mean, again, we've, we've said it a lot. We've probably said it three times in the last three shows. But what that it's almost like, and this is just kind of simplifying it, but why spend 50 million on somebody who's, let's say, very good now when they could do their homework and spend 100 on somebody who's excellent next summer? That seems to be how they try and do their business. Yeah. So that's 
my thoughts on those three. Yeah, they're, but they're I must not... say, like, it's hard enough to find out who they do want rather than kind of reverse engineer it and go back and be like, what happened here? What happened? You know, you, you're constantly paying catch up through the summer anyway. At some point, you know, there might be an opportunity because, well, I'm sure there will be with Lavia in particular. But with, with others, it, it you know, it, it, it can be very difficult to get the info that about the players they are tracking, you know, to get the ones that they're not is a, you know, is a bit extra, but we can always try. Coming up after a short ad break, we'll discuss if we think there's ever friction between Guardiola and the City board when the club misses transfer targets. Plus, we'll answer a few quickfire questions that you've sent in, even for Sam's standards. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honouring highly requested new colours for the award winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Let Me Talk is sponsored by you, the listeners. The best way to support the podcast is by subscribing via Memberful. You can pay as little as £2 per month, which gives you early access to all our podcasts ad-free, and they're packed with even more content. That gives you even more minutes of us to fill up your week. Subscribing is really easy, and the longer episodes will integrate seamlessly with your podcast app of choice, be it Spotify or Apple. Head over to lmtpod.com for more information on signing up and links to all of our socials. Let's take in this next question from Kishan. Um, Have you noticed any friction between Pep's perspective and the boards on player transfers? For example, it sounded like Pep was mad keen for Kane in 2021, but the board apparently only offered a lame 75 million that they knew would never actually lead to a transfer. Yeah, there was definitely a lot floating around about... um... Guardiola being keener on Kane than than the rest of the board were. Um, in terms of friction, it's generally when you know they, when they don't get targets. I've I've mentioned before with De Jong, and I think De Jong because De Jong was a weird one that was kind of sealed in September October time. That was when that was done, rather than the other end of the year. It's almost like a yeah. Southern Hemisphere transfer, but that was after Jorginho didn't happen. So then I think he was really pissed off with that. Um, you know, I, th- I think it happens a lot. You know, Kane, he was... Uh, we've, we've heard stuff about him being, like, super emotional as well recently about results and and things like that. So you can imagine it when it's kind of squad building and not getting the players that he was after. And I don't know what he was like with Rice, but considering he went on holiday and was like, right, get Rice, and then he hasn't, they, he hasn't got him. 
I can't imagine he was happy about that. But <laughs> they've, they've not had know. that phone so, call yet. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but it's it's one of those where yeah, it definitely happens. It, I don't know how often it happens. I mean, at this point, it wouldn't surprise me if it was one a summer because there's you know, we know what it's like. City go into the summer with certain plans and they they don't all happen. They normally go pretty well, but they don't all happen. Um and he's probably pissed off about it for I don't know, an hour a day, a week, probably not a week. And then they just find the solutions that they always find and go and win loads of trophies. But it's one of those things like, like people get pissed off with their friends often, but then it's like when it's in a business environment as well, it's probably more inevitable, but then it's easy just to kind of forget it and move on. So yeah, yeah there's been friction in, in that sense. Um, I don't, I don't know of any players that like Guardiola has been really keen to pursue, but then the, club haven't you know I think generally speaking it's probably fine to say because of how they're all on the same page about stuff it probably doesn't happen that often if at all yeah um but yeah there, there's definitely frustrations there when players don't when players don't get signed that he does want yeah uh, a couple of quick fire questions then from Kishan who says uh what's the latest on Harlan's new contract that was in the news a few weeks ago uh but it, it was in the news of mine it's uh it is now <laughs> gone on, ominously quiet a rare one of mine ominously quiet um, I, this <laughs> idea of quietness does my head in um, yeah um, just, it's just complicated with Haaland you know it's not it's like a very complicated contract and he's very although he's very happy and open to signing it and obviously the club wanted to sign it as well it's just not quite as easy as you know Alvarez coming back from the World Cup going yeah I'll sign that and then that's it you know it, it's just a a very complicated deal. I'd, I'd kind of had a, a theory or inkling. I was like, oh, I wonder if City win the Champions League and then on like the Monday they announced he signed a new contract like they'd done when City won the got the 100 points and then I'm sure they announced Edison's new contract while everyone was still in the ground at Southampton. Um, and Diaz got a contract at the end of his first year when City won the league. Um, but obviously that hasn't been the case. But yeah, don't don't worry about things being quiet. Like People on holiday, like th- things... Things things aren't easy. People are on holiday. You know that. Again, I'll go back to the Carl Walker example. It's gone. Well, I suppose it's, it's less quiet because there's some Fabrizio Romano stuff about buying one in him, which conspicuously wasn't in his reporting at the start of the summer, but it is now. Um, <laughs> just just to you know, quite literally slip that one in there. Oh, he's going to sign a new contract. Oh yeah, by the way, Bayern do want him. No, do they? But it, it's one of those things. Like, it's, yeah, it's quiet, but it's no less. Le- legit like these things just take a while yeah. like yeah there's so there's so much that oh it's gone quiet it, yeah that's a bit of a bugbear of mine as you can probably tell but yeah. I won't fully get into it didn't realise I was going to quite touch a nerve with that one I thought it was going to be a quick one um, oh so annoying. so uh, hopefully this so one will be annoying. quick um, any truth in the rumours of Alfonso Davis and or Hakimi coming to City no that is quick, isn't it? That is very quick. Uh, so finally, uh, I mean, we've done. I mean, we've done it before. Like again, like I know this is questions for the podcast, so it's to be discussed on the podcast. But we have discussed it, and it's the four centre backs thing. And if Walker goes, doesn't seem to be a plan to replace him, which is kind of why they're more inclined to push to keep him than let him go and try and find a replacement. But in terms of like Alfonso Davis playing left back, like they're getting Guardiol in, they're spending hundred million. He's he's gonna be their kind of big strong back four defender, left back type. And they know it works with Ake. They know it works with the Kanji. 
if they got um, Guardiola, would be more than enough there. And again, talking about budgets and balancing and stuff, if they spend 100 million on him, 25 million on Kovacic, and then, you know, wait and see what happens regarding, you know, if Bernardo goes or Mahrez goes or whatever. That is, I'm not saying it's enough because obviously City got plenty of money, but we know how they do their business. Um, and but as much as anything, we know that they're not stocking up on fullbacks this summer. There's something that's been covered quite a bit. And finally, in the last show, uh, you were very sure that there would be no appetite for Cancelo to be reintegrated into the squad. But if Walker goes and Cancelo's attitude changes after he's seen the grass is not always greener elsewhere, is there any chance of a reconciliation? I know it's all about centre-backs right now, but feel like having a motivated Cancelo as an option might further enhance plans B and C. Never mind Cancelo's attitude changing. What about Guardiola's? And he's the manager. Yeah. Like... We we saw how things kind of changed and how necessary it was for um, for Cancelo to have to go. You know, my what I always said at the time was look, they've got two senior fullbacks and they've got rid of one of them. Like they're not mad. There's a reason for it. So I mean, look, de- look, there's devil's advocate. And what did I say about the Walker thing? Like, give yourself a chance always, and don't be so definitive about stuff. But devil's advocate, you could say maybe everyone comes back from the summer, calm down. Blah blah blah, and yeah, okay. Having having Cancelo back as if it never happened is a great idea. However, it yeah, did happen. It has happened. You've yeah. not just got Cancelo's um, opinion to change. You've got Guardiola's opinion to change. The clubs as well. Um, but also, I put it in an article at the at the weekend about the four centre backs. I can't remember when I mentioned it. I may have mentioned it in a future details episode. But Guardiola's basically learned that it's easier to teach a defender to play than you know a ball player someone like Cancelo or Zinchenko to defend um, and you know he kept saying the difference is these guys are proper defenders you know Cancelo is not a proper defender he's loads of good things but if Guardiola's just said that the biggest difference in winning a treble this year compared to anything else was proper defenders he's not going to want to go back to that particularly for somebody who like massively pissed him off and threatening threatened to disrupt everything like Okay, yeah, there's a possibility because never say never, but realistically, it's not going to happen. And yeah. pff, as good as as good as it, an idea it would be, it probably shouldn't happen. Yeah, would he have got a Champions League medal? Because he played no, in the group get, stages. No, I think they just get given medals, like forty or something. They can choose to give them to right. who they want to give. But I mean, so look, I suppose look, I'll tell you, it's a fantastic story if if it turns out that they voluntarily chose to give him one. Um. Now I'm going to go quiet and try and find out if they did. I think I would, you know, if I was uh, if I was in charge at City, I think I'd give him a medal just purely off the uh, yeah, like to be seen to be doing the right thing and not being seen to like just piss somebody off unnecessarily. I think I'd offer it up at least. But yeah, I don't know. I'd be interested to know. Yeah, I think. I mean, yeah. Again, it's like maybe if it was Guardiola's decision, he probably. I mean, even he probably would. But let's say even if Guardiola was on there, fuck that guy. I could still see like. The club, whoever makes those decisions, whether it's, you know, Al Mubarak or Ferran Soriano or whoever, people on the yeah. board or whatever, I can still see them going, here's a medal, you did contribute. So, yeah. Uh, Harry's been in touch to say, uh, when Pep eventually does depart the club, hopefully never, how much pull do you think City will have as a club to future signings? Do you think that the future signings will see the project being very desirable, given all the success that they've had over the last 10 years or so? Or do you think Pep really is such a main driving factor that City will struggle to attract future talent in comparison to rival clubs? Yeah, well, I was thinking about this, and I, I kind of got near it earlier when I talked about if they'd signed Bellingham and Guardiola, because there you go, that's 10 years locked in. 
in Bellingham and Rice, they've not come. Yeah. So you've got the you can leverage the Guardiola um, pull, and it it definitely sounds plausible. And you can imagine that when he does go, look, we don't know who's going to be the replacement, and there's you can just see it. It's being the same pull. You can see City still being successful. Play, come and play great football, but obviously for a start you've got the uncertainty of post pet, but also just nobody's pet. So yeah, it makes sense to leverage it now, but that's just a good couple of examples. They've tried to spend under odd million on two players. Bellingham in particular would have been, or you know, potentially you're talking about him being there for ten years. Nor that bollocks, which rarely happens. But to be fair, if it happens anywhere, it's City, isn't it? In terms of the ten years thing, Rice would have been a bit less because he's a bit older, but he would have been a top signing, an English player, and yeah. But again, they didn't come. And we've yeah. talked about all these players who didn't come. Um, in fairness, Kane definitely wanted to, didn't he? Jorginho wanted to. And then, yeah, so it wasn't that. But in this case, there was, you know, Be- Bellingham I get. In this, like, in this mad parallel universe where I'm somehow 19 and world-class, but also have been covering City as a journalist for seven years and knowing how good they are and how good Guardiola is. What, what a world I'd that still, is, but yeah. I know. I could still imagine saying, well, yeah, Real Madrid, fine. I'm going to, I'm going to go and do Real Madrid, no problem. Like I can see that. As much as I'm, you know, I'm saying. Well, basically, the flip side of that is, I still think. Look, every everyone's situation is different, and if Rice is staying in London because of family, and you know, maybe thinks Arsenal, he can win summer, and the team will be more built around him, and he's going to play more, and all this kind of stuff, and he felt valued by them, then fine. But ultimately, me in that position, which means nothing, but me personally. No way in a million years would you choose would I choose Arsenal over over City at this point in time. I just wouldn't. But for the, the Real Madrid thing, but I would. What, and do I think if, they're going to win more trophies over the next few years? Not not necessarily. It's just Real Madrid. So I get it with Bellingham. But what if City? But, I mean, in the Rice situation, what if City didn't have Guardiola? What if Guardiola had left at the end of this season and next season they were planning without him? And Declan Rice was one of the targets. And at that point, you know, he's got the choice of between Arsenal and City. Does that change? The, does that change matters? Well, again, I suppose that's a good example, isn't it? Because you can look at that. Let's say this was, this happened next summer and Guardiola wasn't there and Rice chose Arsenal. That would be so easy to say, well, Pep's not there now. It's a different proposition. I could see that being a, a conversation on, on TalkSport. Again, talking as if, you know, something that happens to have happened, lining up with somebody's opinion on why things have happened and then delivered as fact. I could definitely see... On loads of places, actually, go, well, Pep's not there anymore, so they're not much of a pull. And you can see that because you've got players like Rice going to Arsenal instead. I could guarantee that would have been said. But obviously it's bollocks because Pep's there this summer. He's, he's there for another two years and Rice has chosen differently anyway. But yeah, I, I, I can see in that specific example, Rice has obviously made his mind up regardless. But in the future, I could definitely see um, you know, Guardiola not being there. and It's just, it's, it's just different. Like, no matter how... Because I'm sure we would all f- believe that whoever the appointment is would go, oh, yeah, that's exciting. Whether it's somebody we can imagine now, like Deserby or Gundogan or company or whatever, you know, we'll, whatever, whoever they choose, I can't imagine we're going to go, David Moyes. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not going to be a, are you sure? It's going to be, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But it's not going to be the same as Pep. And it's going to be interesting and it's going to be exciting, but it's not going to be the same as Pep. And then beyond that, we'll have to see. So yes, I completely see why it kind of makes sense to leverage that Guardiola pull now. And yes, but obviously that's not just the biggest factor. And look, as much as anything, they have done, haven't they? They've done their groundwork. They've done their legwork. They tried to get Bellingham. Didn't happen. Fine. They then tried to get Rice. It's not happening. Fine. They're trying to get Guardiola. Presume that will happen. These are big investments that they are trying to do. 
but it just goes to show that that's not the only factor. That's it for the free version of Let Me Talk. If you subscribe via Memberfault, then we talk about the assistant managers that have come and gone under Guardiola. And Sam, you do your very best to try and define what Diaz's role is, don't you? Yeah, fittingly, I had to grapple with that one. As ever, I kind of got hung up on the definition <laughs> rather than the spirit of the question. Um, but yeah, Diaz, he's, he's a... He's a mystery, yeah, he is. in many ways. Yeah. Mystery, what is it? Mystery wrapped in a riddle. What's that? Well, I can't remember. It's, it's a famous Churchill quote, anyway. I've, I've butchered it there, anyway. Um, we get through loads of those, and uh, your thoughts and emails as well. That's all for members. Those ad-free episodes are longer, and they're out earlier as well. You can find out more on lmtpod.com. If you want to send us an email, then hello at lmtpod.com is the way to do it. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at lmtpod, and on TikTok, we're at lmt underscore pod. There's plenty of extra content, completely free, on there as well. Thanks very much for listening. We'll see you next time. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.